everyone. Welcome to Pigskin Pandemic featuring Kevin, Matt, and Ben. Just three of your everyday guys just giving their opinions on all the latest and upcoming NFL news. Things may get a little steamy or a little wild, but hey, it'll always be unscripted and real. Let's listen in and see what they have to say this week. Welcome to the Pigskin Pandemic. I'm your host, Kevin, and this week, I'm not flying solo. I got my road dog with me. I got my man Pete from A2D Radio on my right hand, ready to talk football. We got a lot to talk about in a very short period of time, so we're going to get right into it. We have a few things that we want to discuss. We're going, you know that we, you know, you know, we're going to talk about this Lake of Fire. You know that we have a top five. Now I know that Pete brought his power rankings, his top five. I know that he's got some people that might shock the world um, in reference to who he thinks needs to be just taken off the table, taken off the schneid. Just you need, to, you don't need to be in the NFL anymore. But what's most important, the games. That's why people watch the NFL for the games. And I'm going to Pete right now. Pete, say what's up to the people. What's up, people? What's up, Pigskin family? It's happy to be here at A2D Radio Zone. You already know what it is. Let's get into it. We're going to get into it. So tell me about them Eagles. (sighs) Um, Growing pains, man. It's growing pains. You know, my thoughts on Jalen Hurts, his great leader in the world. Before we came in, we were talking about Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons has all the talent in the world, doesn't have the makeup mentality uh, uh, of being a leader. Jalen Hurts, complete opposite, has the, the, everything you want in a dog, everything you want in a leader for the mentality, his work ethic. He just don't have that ability. He don't have the ability. He doesn't have it with the arm. He has to load up from the floor, from the ground up to get it there. He just don't have that flick and doesn't have the time and the anticipation. Could he grow into it? Potentially. Sirianni isn't doing himself no favors. Right now, to be honest with you, uh, Kev, is really oil and water. It's Sirianni isn't doing no favors for him by not putting him under center because he has been under center in Alabama, especially with the running game they have and the weapons they have on the outside who consistently beat DBs. And there are people open on the all 22. We are seeing that, but we're at the point through 10 starts that he's had. He's still, he's not picking his eyes up off the field. He's looking down at the rush instead of keeping his eyes downfield. I la Russell Wilson. I like what we see from Dak. Hell, Dak got a calf injury against the Pat Sunday on that last play. And that and they had to play tomorrow, they're playing Thursday. His his status would definitely be in doubt. So you can see what that gets you. But Sirianni at the same time, one hand off to Miles Sanders in the first half. He's just not getting his refusal to run the ball coming from Indy last year when he had Phillip Rivers as a statue for a quarterback. He had Jonathan Taylor, Naeem Hines. He ran the ball a lot. What the mentality is and why it changed, I'm not sure. I will tell you this. They could be potentials for my lake of fire. I could tell you that. And I, my lease is not very – I usually don't have short leases when it comes to quarterbacks and it comes to coaches. But just, I just got this feeling, man, and the writing's on the wall. I, I feel it early, and I feel bad for Jalen Hurts in a point because he's such a likable guy. He's a like the guy. But when we're talking about quarterbacks and you can sit there and say these things – and you are you already know when I have to say either number one or number two, the greatest thing about you is your leadership and not what you actually can do on the field as far as your skill set. That's a problem because I you could be a great leader, 
but can you win me football games? And that's what this league is all about. Am I right? That's true. Here's a couple things that I see, right? So I had, you know, because I'm an Alabama fan. So I watched this man great highs and extreme lows. Mm -hmm. And the scariest moment for us as Alabama fans was third down where he had to pass the ball. And it was they were clearly not giving him the run because normally he would just run for it and it would Mm -hmm. be great. But when they clearly were not giving him the run lanes to run or to scramble out and take the the quarterback run and he had to throw it, we were just so nervous because it's like, I don't know what he's seeing. I don't know if he's I don't know if he's going to throw on time. I don't know if he's if if he's just going to throw that pick. And when he faced teams like Clemson, Georgia, um, teams with that had better defenses, top defenses, mm-hmm. and you can forget it. It was just like, man, whatever. I, I just can't. And he had he had so much talent around him in Alabama. Mm-hmm. It's not even funny nope. how much talent he had. He had the Derrick Henrys, and he had the the Henry Ruggs, and he had like like the the Bama the Bama stars that are in the young Bama stars that are in the NFL right now mm-hmm. that are on Washington that are on the the Raiders. Yeah, Jonathan Allen. Oh, man. He had all of that talent on his team, and yes, they won football games because he, you know, he did enough to not get them beat. Yep. But I knew that coming into the league, I knew that he was going to struggle if he didn't have a superior team around him. Now, let's not it's not all Jalen Hurts. It's no. not all the coach. It's not all the coaches. I mean, you guys are banged up. Um, your secondary is still I mean, coming Se- into the- secondary is suspect, but just looking at it from a game to game, Jonathan Gannon has shown me that his what his flaw, he's not making the same mistakes week to week. And a lot of it with, with Gannon is that he just doesn't have the horses. He just doesn't have the personnel. He doesn't have the safeties and he damn sure doesn't have the linebackers for what he wants to do. So he has to make do with what he can. And I've seen improvements. You've seen they gave up 40 points back to back weeks. Dallas Monday night and Kansas City on Sunday. The last two games they gave up. They gave up 28 to Tampa Bay, obviously, because Tampa Bay kind of took their foot off the gas in the second half. Bruce Aarons probably is kicking us off for that. But then also against Carolina, they turned Sam Darnold back into the New York Jets version of Sam Darnold. You know what I mean? They had three picks. They haven't had that against anybody else. So he is changing some things up. But Sirianni with the head coach and the, and the quarterback, they're making the same mistakes from week to week, not seeing any growth. And then you brought you did shed some light. You shed some light on something for me because. I didn't watch him in Alabama that close. I obviously watched the big games, the SEC championship game, always watched the Iron Bowl, things of that nature. But what I heard from you just now is on third down, I'm I'm worried about him not being able to get the ball there just off his, his, arm, his lack of arm talent in itself. But what you're saying is his also the decision-making as well isn't the best when it comes to third down. Right. Like his decision, like we didn't know. Like okay, so Tom Brady, I know if he's loading up to throw, I know that whoever he's throwing the ball to, he's seeing the guy open. He's either going to throw him open, and or the guy is just wide open. When you look at, even when you look at cats like Sam Darnold, 
or Jared Goff, when they're throwing the ball on third down, you have a pretty good idea that the guy is going to be open. Now, the guy may be open and he may not get the first down, but the guy may be open. 90% 90% of the time he's going to be open. Yes, they're going to throw interceptions. And, and yes, I did use Tom Brady, you know, but I can also use Jared Goff. I can also use Sam Darnold. I can also use I can also use Mac Jones, really. I can use these guys to say, okay, when it's third down and he's throwing the ball, I have this feeling that, you know, he's getting it to a receiver that's either open or he's going to get it to where the receiver can catch the ball. But Jalen Hurts... I don't know what he's. I don't know what he's looking at. I don't know what he's doing because I know for a fact that he stares receivers down Man, on a. Yeah. I mean, it is bad. That's why he. That's why Tay Diggs, uh, Trayvon Diggs got the got the pick on that out route. He yeah. stared him down the entire way. I can't wait to get to the Pats game to talk about him. Oh, my gosh. everybody feeling me right now, but you've seen what happened when they came right back at him in the very next play. <laughs> now, now, now with Tay Diggs, when I watched him at Alabama, uh-huh. one thing that Alabama loves to do is they love gambling corners. They love it because yep. they love it. Patrick Sertain, the second, mm-hmm. uh, Diggs. Whoever else you want to put out there, Humphrey, um, Marlon Humphrey, Humphrey. all these guys out there. There was a safety that that Harrison? went to. Nope, there was a safety that was on the Dolphins at one point. He got traded, and now I think he's on Pittsburgh. So uh, Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick, make a Fitzpatrick was a corner. He could play corner and safety. The one thing that they did, all those guys, they love to gamble. It pays off in college. It doesn't always pay off in the NFL because if you're watching, well, we'll get into we'll get into Tate, we'll get into Trayvon later. However, <laughs> if you were to grade the Eagles as a whole on last Sunday, what would you grade them? Uh C plus. C plus, yeah, because you're not expecting them to beat Tampa Bay, and and that's the frustrating part. It's like we can sit here right now, and it's hard, and it's hard for a fan before before they play it down in the in the season. We can sit here and say, okay, well, through six games, it'll be two and four. All right, you'll accept that because you know it's a, a kind of a rebuilding year. But when you watch it play out, and you see that they they're in these games where they if they make a play here, they make a play there, where they can potentially get these games closer or win the game. Like the San Fran game was a very winnable game. You look at you. I can honestly tell you, I watched the all twenty two against Kansas City. Yes, they had three touchdowns called call back. They lost forty two to thirty. They I don't know what his game plan was for Tyreek Hill or Jonathan Gannon. That was not his his finest effort. But I will tell you, Kev, there was probably three or other four times, three or four times where wide receivers are over for touchdowns and Hurts just didn't see him. They could have, if they hit, if he hits on half of those two other throws, they win that game 44-32. They easily, 44-42. But it's possible, but it's possible that he saw them. He just couldn't get the ball there. That's true. But that's, that's, so it's almost like this. Very easy. C plus what they had last Thursday. So far through the season, the coach and the quarterback are handcuffing each other. Yep. If, if that are. makes sense. They're hand, they're handcuffing each other. And Sirianni said it last Thursday after the game. We think that Jalen sees the he he's able to diagnose the defense better from the, from the actual shotgun. 
put him on the center. You got running backs that can run. You have offensive weapons. Quez Watkins and Devontae Smith are beating their men. They're they're they are they, they obviously they're struggling sometimes when they especially with press, but they're winning their battles. Okay, they are open. You're not calling any crosses over the middle of the field. Why? For whatever reason, maybe Jalen Hurts can't see him, or maybe he's just scared he can't get the ball there. So, but with Sirianni, so Sirianni's offense and the way that he wants to run it with the RPOs, there are plays to be made, but he's not using, and he's almost kind of typecasting Jalen Hurts because he is so uh, quote unquote a running quarterback to where you just want to feel comfortable running these RPOs, but you're doing your, your team a disservice. Now, I'm not of this, though. I will say this I'm not of. Jalen Hurst need, don't need to sit his ass down because not yet, not yet. But but right, I'm glad that you say that because I was just looking at the schedule. You yeah. got Raider, you got Raiders, Lions, Chargers, Broncos, Saints. Yep, one, two, three, four, five. Your next five games at the Raiders, at Detroit. That's a winnable game. Yep, You're playing the Chargers. Mm. You playing the Broncos in Denver. That's a tough game. And you're playing the Saints. Those are your next five games. Yep. And you could be sitting at probably the pro- out five, of that the probably the Lions game. So you're probably looking at three and eight. Oh my goodness. See, and this is my thing. And this is my thing. Everybody felt everybody in the fan base around here felt so good after that first week, right? Atlanta. Okay. And they thought they really had a shot. This is what I need to happen. This is what I would like to see happen. I would like to see Minshew because to me, Gardner Minshew and Jalen Hurts is almost on the same level. Same exact level. Both young quarterbacks, you're not paying a lot of money to them, either one of them. So you don't have a big commitment to them. You traded for Gardner Minshew. Now you just recoup that pick because you just got a fifth-round pick back for Zach Hurts, right? Wait, well, hold on. So, so, so now, so, so, let me, let me, let me take a quick pause right there because mm-hmm. who is this corner that they went out and got? Because they, they, t- they got rid of his safety valve. Right, Zach. I mm, does he? But can you say Jalen has a safety valve? Because I mean, there's times Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard's been open, and he hasn't looked either one of their way. I just don't. I just don't think he can get the. I just don't think he can get the ball. That, and that's I mean, my point. That's my but point. But you like, can legit. You can legit. You can legit go three and eight, mm-hmm. and then turn around and end up eight and nine. Yeah, if they if they make put it like because, this because because you you still have to play the you still have to play the Giants twice right the Redskins twice mm-hmm. or the football team the football team twice mm-hmm. and you have the Jets that you're bad the back end of your schedule if it's you light. can sneak if you can sneak in a win maybe against the Raiders because they're all jacked right now mm-hmm. and go four and eight. Let's just say you go four and seven. Mm-hmm. Do eleven. You, okay. you could legit go. You can legitimately sweep Washington. You will probably not sweep. if they pull off that trade I just heard about. With who? Did you? Oh, you didn't hear yet. I Come know you on, and Ben. Tell, you tell, and Ben. You and Ben talk about it. Tell the fans. Yeah. So you and Ben were talking about it earlier, where it's starting to build up a lot of steam with Deshaun going to Miami. But now they're saying that could be a three-team deal with Deshaun going to Miami, Tua going to Washington, and then I don't, and then Houston would just get picks. Could be something. 
Because Tua already be a, Tua can throw the football even in a loss against Jacksonville. And I know that's one of your upsets. Even a loss against Jacksonville didn't look pretty at times. He had a pick six, but he threw for three hundred twenty nine yards and two touchdowns. Jalen Hurts can't do that. It you wasn't if for Miami. It really wasn't Tua per se. Okay. It really wasn't. Okay, so you go up. Okay, my thing was for the for the Dolphins game. They lost because it was just too many injuries. I mean, although, 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 you're still playing Jacksonville, and I feel like even the most banged up team should go into Jacksonville and just smoke them. But you're down three wide receivers. You're down your two starting wide receivers. Well, basically, your two starting wide receivers. You're down your two starting corners, which, in my opinion, Howard is doing they're, – they're doing okay. The defense is doing okay. But it's not like it was last year. Um, and but Jacksonville defense is like that, though. Remember, they gave Cincinnati a run on Thursday night football. I get that. I do. But – And Trevor's going to get better. As the season goes on, he is going to get better. He is going to get better, but you still got a guy named Urban Meyer on the sidelines. Uh, and that, I don't understand how that dude still has a job. He's 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 at a team. He's on a team with one of the most lenient owners in professional sports. That's true. Bar none. Period. There's no there's nobody that's more lenient than Khan. And and I mean, think about it. Think about going back, going back all the way to Tom Coughlin and his regime back then. The most lenient guy in sports because he's going to give you the chances to work it out, work it out, work it out, work it out until they just couldn't work it out and they just got rid of everybody. He got rid of everybody because it just wasn't working. He tried. He can't. You can't say that Khan didn't try to make it work because he tried. It just it just didn't work. And that's what's happening over here. It's his first year. All right, you messed up. I'll give you another shot. And they go out and they beat the Dolphins. After all of that junk went went down, they go ahead and they beat the Dolphins on a last second field goal. And the thing is, is that <clears throat> the guy that, that made those two field goals was replacing Lambeau, who was stinking. Yeah, they had just signed him off the practice squad, right? Right. He comes in. His last two field goals were 56 yards and 53 yards. So it's like, all right. I I knew on that last drive, as they're driving down, driving down, that you could just hear the air coming out of the Miami Dolphins tires. You could just hear it. You could just hear it. And I'm like, if they go to overtime, you know, that's an up for grabs game. There wasn't really no momentum. But after that field goal, and Miami couldn't drive and do anything, and Jacksonville got the ball back. I'm like, all right, cool. I already know that these dudes are definitely going to win. And I was like, if they win, is it more Miami or is it more Jacksonville or is it more of just the injury attrition? All right, well, maybe it's just the injury. Maybe it's just the injuries because Miami at full strength, Jacksonville can't even sit, they can't be on the same field. They're not. You can't see them on right. the same field. But the frustration, they are frustrated. I've seen reports that there are a lot of people that are frustrated in the Miami, not the organization, but the fan base is frustrated because the defense, you know, 
you, the, the coach hangs their hat on defense. He's he's a Patriot. The yep. Patriots defense, that's what he hung his hat on, and that's what got him where it got him. And the defense isn't doing what he did in 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 New England. So it's like, all right, well, the defense last year was it was just it was a ball hawking defense, but injuries. Every time you turn around, there's injuries, 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 and they're piling up. And and you know what? The Eagles got injuries too. They got a bunch of injuries too. Mm-hmm. So is at, the Eagles at full strength? Miami at full strength? Are they one and five and two and four? Well, yeah, because I, the biggest holes in the Eagles' defense, they still even at full strength, they just don't have it. They don't have linebackers. Their safeties, I'm not a fan of. Even though Stephen Nelson and, and Darius Slay is probably the best starting corner combination that they've had since the Super Bowl, but their linebacker core is, is they just don't have it. Eric Wilson, Davion Taylor, still raw, don't know how to play the position, and I mean, outside of Joe Singleton, I, I, he was playing in the CFL last year. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's a good story. But at the end of the day, you just don't have it. And this, this is where Howie needs to reevaluate if he if he even has a job after this point. Because to be honest with you, they should have hired Josh McDaniels, my opinion, because that's somebody who can stand in their own two feet. You feel what I'm saying? Not to say that I don't think Jeffrey Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman. Some people, some people don't think that way. You know those Dolphins and Jets fans, but whatever, go on. Yeah, they like they don't. You have a dude who won three or four Super Bowls, left, put Tim Tebow in the offense, and won a playoff game. And what's funny funny is that he called the same exact play that he called for Tebow in the New England game against the Cowboys to win the game. He called the same exact play. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? And then he and just then, dropped it. Nelson just dropped he did, it. He dropped Nelson. Nelson is Nelson, man. Nelson is not Nelson is Nelson. Uh, but no, I say that to say this: flamed out as a coach, came back and won more rings. If I don't understand what Sirianni sold him on, or if they heard McDaniel's was getting cold feet, but right now it's just it's not a good look. It's not a good look at all. It's just, it's just for the for the Eagles and it's just not a good because there is no quick fix, and this is kind of this is why this is why Miami right now is trying to get Deshaun because they can kind of see the writing on the wall. Not to say two is bad and they can't win the two, but they realize that there's another team out there where they have a commodity and it's better. Miami has a commodity and Tua, who another team could think that they're he's a he's a better option than what they have right now. And that's Washington, which makes sense. We can't pawn Jalen Hurts off to anybody else right now. We can't can't pawn Ben Simmons off to anybody else right now. That's something that makes sense that you really want. But with that being said, I I just – I don't know what went on and the direction of this team as a whole. Now, as you can see, Matt Jones, to kind of get into your game, fourth quarter – just do a pick six, tip ball, Trayvon Diggs. Like you said, they gamble. They rely on their athleticism. They rely on a closing speed to get there, and they want to bait you into a throw. What do yeah. they do? The very next play, hitting with a double move, 75-yard touchdown. Yeah. Biggest knock that we heard against Matt Jones coming out and why he was questionable as a first-round pick or an upper first-round draft pick was his arm strength. Arm looked fine to me. Looked his arm strength, let me tell you, 
That dude. Okay, so there's a few guys in the league that I know when when the ball goes up and you have to you got to put it up 30, 40, 50 yards down the field. There's a, there's just a few guys in the league that when you throw it up, it's just going to drop in their it's just going to drop in their hands like a like 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 a coin in a bucket. Russell, Rodgers. Yep. Um, um Brady Brady can uh, I'm going to say Russell, Rodgers, Mahomes, Mm-hmm. Allen, yeah, Mac Jones, okay, and J- and Herbert. What about Burrow? No, not yet. Eh, he can, he can, he struggles at it more than Mac struggles at it. But like, if I if it was if I would have put one two three Burrow Mac and and Herbert, I'd go Herbert Mac Burrow because Herbert just dr- he. Oh, and one more. And there's one more guy. <laughs> and when he hears this, he's going to get mad. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes can Yo. drop it. And he, his, yeah. his location on the deep ball is it's, it's spectacular. It is spectacular. It is unbelievable how he can locate. He can just drop it. And, it's, and, and people deny it. Oh, he can't. But... If you give that man time, and and you get the right, well, if if Jason Garrett calls the right plays, and he goes down the field, like, gosh, that that the the team will be so dynamic because they have so many dynamic weapons on that team. That's neither here nor there. We're gonna we're gonna continue with the the New England Patriot game, mm-hmm. which I knew coming in. That the secondary that we were going to try to take away the run, because if yep. you take away the run and it's just pass, 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 you leave yourself open to more interceptions, turnovers, tip balls, everything. The problem was one of our corners go out. J.C. Jackson got hurt, right? J.C. Jackson got hurt, and and I think another corner got hurt, and then we played zone the whole time. And that mm-hmm. just feasts off the zone. Yeah. And I felt like they were going to make Dak just pepper you all the way down to the goal line where, you know, you can't drop back and throw for 20 yards. You have to now force it in, and we're already stopping the run. And that's what happened for the most part until it just – those last two or three drives in the fourth quarter, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, if Dallas gets the ball back, we're not going to be able to stop them because they just, they just, they're feeling it. And CD Lamb is burning everybody. They're, he's cooking everybody that's in front of him. And he did because they played this very soft zone. And they had Jalen Mills out there. I don't know what they say. I don't know what they say in Jalen Mills at all. Jalen Mills is a good zone coverage corner, but that's it. That's all he is. He's not a man to man coverage guy. He's not. No. And you know, they just ranked I mean the Dallas Cowboys, unfortunately, for the did Eagles. They know him on that, that game winning play? They did. Okay. They did. Um, um it's just one of those things, I guess. Um But Dallas is just Mike McCarthy is the best thing that happened to Dallas since Jimmy Johnson. Hands down. Okay. 
especially with that offense. You can't give an offensive guy like McCarthy all that talent and just but say how much of it is him and how much of it is Kellen Moore. But you got to remember this is this isn't this isn't Kellen Moore's offense because that offense wasn't doing that last year. That's true. They weren't doing that last year. This is Mike. This is McCarthy with Green Bay with all those weapons in Green Bay when he won that Super Bowl. That's the McCarthy you're seeing right now. And I'm, I'm telling you, he's, I'm telling you, he's calling the offense. He's calling the offense. It's just that he's giving the credit to his OC. Okay. That's that's just that. Well, I his mean, OC's probably going to get a head coaching job off of that. He might. Yeah. He might. But I mean, McCarthy has. I mean, you can't go Dak. People people knock and they bang on Dak, and I'm like, Dak is a great quarterback. You just got to give him the weapons. And now he has not three, but he has four dynamic receivers, and he has a decent tight end yep. who, could, who could now become a great tight end, and he has two running backs that not only can run the ball but can catch out of the backfield. And he still has his offensive line intact to where, you know, they are really keeping them upright. And he has the second fastest release in football. This guy, the Dallas Cowboys are set up to win a Super Bowl. It's just they are going to get in their own way. Because the reason why they didn't stop the New England Patriots on Sunday was because they had too many penalties. Too many dumb penalties. And when you play the Patriots, you know that some calls may go your way. And some calls, some calls may not. But you they're not going to beat themselves you have to line up and you have to beat them and you have to play sound football for four to five quarters so that's the Patriots game um there's one more so the Tennessee uh, game you want to talk about the the Titans and the Bills. I just want to I just want to pull out one thing about the Titans and the Bills upset city because that was a really big upset but can we now say that Derrick Henry is probably no, not probably is the best running back in football since maybe AP. No, don't ain't not. He's the best running back in football I've seen with my own eyes since AP. Since AP since AP in his prime because he's doing it consistently now. This is you know what Tennessee wants to do and you still can't stop it. You can't Okay, so he is he has the most yards. He has 735 yards so far. The most yards by a running back since Jim Brown at this point. He is on pace. If he stays on this pace, which he can easily stay on this pace, he is on pace to 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 run for 2200 yards. Think about that. Dude, that big and can run away from you. That breakaway speed, man. When I saw that seventy-six yard touchdown run, I I sent it to some of my friends and I said, "Look at this guy run." They go, "Well, how big is he? Six three? He's like he's like um he's linebacker big. He's, he's like linebacker he's like, big. Eddie, he's like Eddie George. Eddie yeah. George was six three, about two thirty, two thirty five. But Eddie George didn't have this speed. Nope. That seventy-six yard run, he was. Running, the safety came down to grab him, and he had enough time to to retrace his steps, go back opposite field to go grab him, and then Derrick Henry just turned the Jets on. 
to the point where he was at 21.8 miles per hour. The fastest time on a touchdown run this season, faster than Henry Ruggs, who runs almost a 4-2. Henry Ruggs' fastest time this year was a 21.78. Derrick Henry at 245. And and Henry Ruggs is only about 200. Maybe 198, 200. He's what? 5'11", maybe. Maybe 6 foot. So he runs a 4-2. Derrick Henry ran 21.8 miles an hour. And he when he took off, it just looked like a huge train just took off. He's doing whatever he wants to do. Yep. And it's crazy that he's doing whatever he wants to do. And, and that's, the the t- that's the type of game for Tennessee that can get them rolling. But check this they out. They have the weapons. They, 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 have, they, they, have, have, the weapons. His, they have his yards per carry quarter to quarter. His yards per carry quarter to quarter are this. He runs about four and some change in the first quarter. No, he runs about three and some change in the first quarter. He runs four and some change in the second quarter. He runs five and some change in the third quarter. And he runs almost seven yards in the fourth quarter. Unreal. Unreal this man. Unreal what this guy does. And not appreciated. I don't even know what he's getting paid, but it's it's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. Because I had... I had um, Mike Vrabel on my on my first Lake of Fire because they, they they were just all over the place. And speaking of Lake of Fire, let's get into the Lake of Fire really quick. So we this new Lake of Fire, Pete, because I know this is your first time on it. We talked about it. We're not. We last year, last season, we did just coaches, GMs. Now okay. we're doing. We're doing, we did hype coaches and GMs. I stuck a coordinator in there, and that coordinator ended up getting fired. But this time we're doing head coaches, GMs, coordinators, and players. A player that does not belong in the NFL right now, he's just he just needs to go. Who is your Lakers? Who and I need three. I need three guys, Lake of Fire. Go for it. So coach Joe Judge. Um what? Yes. Joe Judge. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. All right. Player who needs to go. No, if you have a player, if you have, a, if, if you don't have to have a player, if you okay. have a player, great. But if you have three guys and they're all coaches or they're all coordinators or they're all whatever, or if you have a mixture, it's all cool. So go for it. You got Joe Judge. Got Joe Judge in the Lake of Fire. For me right now, I'm going to say it because I don't feel as if he's showing me he has a feel of the game right now. I'm going to say Nick Sirianni. I knew it. I knew you were going to yeah, put him in I just, well, You just don't have a feel of the game at all to where you just, in moment, even though if you go in with a game plan, like just like I said, to run the ball as limited as you have. If I'm Miles Sanders, I'm sitting here saying, I'm asking for a trade. And he's exactly. at me. He has nowhere on his body because he's just not being used. He's just, he's just, he's just not being used. Who's your, um, who's, so your, who's, your, who's your third? Who's your third? Who's your third? Real my quick. third? Can we do GMs too? Yeah, we can do GMs. Get the oh, GMs yeah. out of there. Well, you know what? So third is David Gettleman. So that may take Joe Judge off the hook. Gettleman, <laughs> I don't understand how this dude has a job. And that market will – in that market, and it's you the get Giants, bro. It's the, Gi- it's the Giants. Look at him. Look, 
Eli Manning should have been benched and replaced four years before he got benched and replaced. Yeah. And they just kept using him because, hey, look, we got to keep trying. I mean, I have Dave Gettleman on my list. Yeah. I have Dave Gettleman on my list. I have I have a, I have a coordinator on my list. Okay. Jason Garrett. There's no yeah. way in this world that you have all those weapons and you can't score 30 to 35 points a game. And I have a player. I have a player that came back and didn't and shouldn't even have come back. He should have just stayed at the crib and just rehabbed his brain and just fall and just went off into the sunset. Josh Gordon. And that is no sir. That is one Richard Sherman. Okay. Yeah. Leave him. He should have just stayed home. Yeah. Stayed home. Because when he played, um They played it was against, No, no, no. He played um it was against the who it was against the I wanna say it was against was it against the Patriots? No. No. Whatever whatever team he played on Thursday, they just went after him. Play after play after play after play after play, and he was like, "Oh!" And at the end of the game, so many plays, tore. He broke up his hamstring. Now, hamstring. Now he's now he's out. Now he's out. Yeah, he should have stayed out. He was trying to follow Devontae Smith. That's not going to work. He should have stayed out. He should have stayed out. So, 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 you got your you got your top five power rankings. I know this is quick. No, as a matter of fact, you know what it was. He came back against the, he came his first game back was against us. It was against the Pats and Mac Jones lit that boy. Is up that where he had the nineteen completions in a row? Yes, and half of them joints was on Richard Sherman. Every time Richard Sherman changed to another receiver, Mac Jones found him and he just was throwing at him. Game play after play after play after play after play, and that's when he hurt his hamstring. He was like, "Man, my rub, my legs are like rubber." Yeah, because we were keying on you every time you got on the field. We were we were keying on you, and that's when we were like, "He shouldn't even have come back. He shouldn't nope. even come back. He should have just stayed." So, do you have your top five power rankings? I know I've been doing I've been doing a couple mm-hmm. over the past two weeks, and it's gonna be a it's gonna be a little shuffle. It's gonna be a little shuffle in my in my power rankings. So we Who's go your top five. Five. So five five through one. So five. I'm gonna say is Baltimore Ravens. Okay. Because All they right. just because they just smoked the Chargers. Yes. They smoked the Chargers. Um, four. I'm gonna say the L.A. Rams. Okay. Three. I'm going to say Tampa Bay. Okay. Two, this is where it gets dicey, bro. <laughs> two right now, I'm I'm going I'm going to go Dallas. Okay. One is Arizona. And you leave the pack off. Yeah. Got it. The pack is so hard. Okay, so my five is similar. My five is similar. So at five, and it's probably it's it's, it's basically the same. My five is Rams are five. Okay. Ravens are four. Um, three is going to be Tampa Bay. Okay. Okay. Two. Two is the Cowboys, and one of the is the Cardinals. And I put the Cowboys at two last week, and I and I figured if they beat the brakes off the Pats, I was going to put them at one, but they didn't. And Arizona turned around and beat the brakes off the Browns in Cleveland after Miles Garrett said, "Look." 
I'm gonna put my tombstone. I'm gonna put your tombstone on my front lawn, and they put tombstone of Miles Garrett on their front lawn, and they smoked him, smoked Cleveland, and then OBJ is out again. Nah, he's he's well, he went out. He's gonna be he's he's gonna be out. He's gonna be out, bro. He's gonna be out with the shoulder, right? No, no, no. That's that's um that's uh no Mayfield has a shoulder. That's Mayfield. But I thought Odell left. He left Sunday's game. Like he got hurt again. Yeah, he got hurt. And he's trying. He's trying so hard to get back. And I'm just like, dude, stop. Just, just stop. Just stop. He, he, just stop. Just, they play tomorrow, right? They play Denver. Yeah, and with Baker Mayfield out, the Broncos are going to come. After whoever's behind Case King. center, uh, yeah, and it is a shoulder. It's a sprained AC joint. Yep, he, they are coming. And 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 um, Bob Miller said, "I'm coming after whoever's behind center. I am killing whoever's in front of me because I haven't gotten in the last three games. He's only gotten a half a sack. He got three sacks in the first three games. Hasn't gotten a full sack in the last three games. He's saying my play." If our wins are contingent on how I play and whoever's in front of me, I don't care who's in front of me. I'm killing them. We're going to see come Thursday. All right. Offensive player of the week, AFC. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, AFC. Well, uh, see, I keep forgetting he played on Monday. He played twice last week. That's why I'm saying that. Forget okay. that. All right. He, he played. He played Monday against Indy. That was crazy, and he played decent against the Chargers. But if you're just looking at Week Six in a whole, yeah, I mean, you got to give it to Derrick Henry. I mean, you. How do you not? How do you not? How do you not? Offense, AFC, NFC, Offensive Player of the Week. <sighs> a part of me wants to give it to CD, but I also want to give it to Kyler as well. Okay. I'm gonna go Kyler. I mean, Kyler to me, to me right now, Kyler's leading the MVP. Like you're gonna have a dude that's under six foot win the MVP. And that, and this is this will be this will be the travesty though. Within that, Kyler Murray has a chance to win the MVP his third his third year in the league. Russell hasn't even had an MVP vote yet, and it's and that's a travesty. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Because they always think that Russell, ah, uh, Seattle's just right there, but ah, uh, they can't, ah, uh, they can't get over the shot, uh, ah, they can't get back to the Super Bowl. When it was, when they went to the Super Bowl, it wasn't Russ. Now all of the running, all of the running backs and the defense is gone. Okay, let's see what you got, Russ, and they can't even get out of the first round sometimes. Uh, exactly. So that's why he's not getting those votes. For me, AFC. Derrick Henry all day. It's not even close. NFC? Dak Prescott. Okay. Now, do, Any- you, think, do you think that's because of what? Nope. What, what the, what, like you said, with the Patriots playing mostly all zone and how easy they made it? Nope. Co- like, don't get me wrong. Playing nope. New England in New England, one thing. You Now, Outside of Baker getting hurt and being doing some stupid shit, like the defense that he played against and what Kyler played against in Arizona and, uh, against Cleveland, on the road, tough environment, marquee game, and the performing the way he did, 
just beating with your legs and everything like that. It's just it, to me, it's just a little bit different. It's a little bit skewed. But I here's, here's where I'm at. There, I don't care how bad the defense has been, and Belichick has had bad defenses, and he's had bad corners. I don't even when they got even when they got the brakes beat off of them by um, um, by New Orleans. Back um, right That's after they opened three, up, week three no, 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 not even then, not even then. That was when the year that they won the Super Bowl, and that was the year that New, uh, New Orleans won the Super Bowl, and they just they just didn't have it, and they just got the brick. And Sean Payton just was just he was just piling it on. Drew Brees didn't even throw for that many yards, and they play zone all, a lot. Okay, and you're going up against probably one of the best defensive minded coaches. Of all time, and you put up those numbers against him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's 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 what it is. He you threw know, like I, four. He threw for like four twenty five. He threw for you know. Yeah, he threw for four. What did he throw for? Uh, he threw for four forty five. Okay. 36 for 51 for 445. 51 passes. Mm-hmm. And they ran the ball, and they ran the ball 30 times. Yeah, th- and this is the biggest thing, real quick. Matt. For Eagles fans out here, when y'all listen to this episode, and you know you can catch me on A2D and all that. And Kev, I mean, the door's open for Kev too to come on. This this is a two-way door. Um, all you gotta do is all you gotta do is ask. All you gotta do is ask, brother. All right, uh, so just put me on. Just tell me when the when the when the show is on. Invite me in. I'll come in and talk to y'all Eagles fans. Okay. But the biggest I need Dallas to play like how they're playing now all year. How every year we say they got the talent to be a Super Bowl contender. I need them to be that because that's the only time where I think Jeff is going to Jeff Lewis is going to be like, look. I need to do something because <laughs> Dallas ain't going nowhere no time soon. No, like, I don't need Dallas to do Dallas things at some point during the season. And you that know what is like the crazy thing. Like they always talk about Jerry Jones and how bad Jerry Jones is as a D, as a GM, and he doesn't know what he's doing. Look at that team right now. Stat, though they draft Look so at that well team bro. right now. Like Damn. you have a stud at quarterback. Yep. You have a stud offensive line. You have a stud in Micah Parsons. You have a stud at corner. You have you have four, not three, not two, not you have four young stud receivers. Four studs like fighting for the ball. You now have a you have on a potential stud at tight end. Like there's no there there are no holes in your defense or offense right now. You have a young Zeke, a young Tony Pollard. Your linebackers, Vanderash. I mean, their team is stacked. All fifth, all twenty-two, twenty-two, maybe even going to thirty. You can't knock what Jerry Jones is doing right now. You can't. I don't care if you're an Eagles fan. I don't care if you hate Dallas. I don't care. And I told a, a Dallas fan. I told last year. I said when they get the correct defensive coordinator in. On that team, I guarantee you, they'll they'll be challenging for the Super Bowl. Yep, you'll see a whole a totally different defense, a totally different team. 
And now that they have one of the one of the better defensive minds out there in Dan Quinn running that fast defense, I knew when they got Dan Quinn, I said, Oh, their defense is gonna they're gonna excel and they're gonna be fast, they're gonna be hitting, they're gonna like the Legion of Boom. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. A, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. And I, you know, I'm mad because you know, I'm out here in Dallas, and that's all they talk about. Is, you know, they beat the Patriots, so I got to hear that. But I'm telling you now, Dallas is going to be Dallas is going to be a problem for the next man six, maybe they're going to get a six or seven year window again. I don't know. Now, that's the one thing I don't know because then at some point people start got to start getting paid, and then this is my thing. Cooper's already taken on. Like I feel like with Cooper and CD, it's that Roddy White and Julio Jones effect. You feel what I'm saying? Where first when Cooper, when CD first got there, Cooper's still the man. But I feel like it's starting to become CD. You feel what I'm Dude, saying? They're only they're only going to want their money if they lose. If they win and they have the opportunity to look like Tampa Bay, yeah. But see, and that's the thing. Like while while they're good, while they're good, I still don't think they're better than Tampa Bay or Arizona right now. I think they are. Nah, I think they're better than Tampa Bay because Tampa Bay's defense can't handle and like well, if they and play, now, yeah, if they play it again, if they play hurt. again, they're they, hurt. No, Their no. secondary is banged up. No, no, listen to me. If they okay. played again, full strength, full strength Cowboys, full strength Tampa Bay, I'm putting my money on Dallas. Nah, because their corners I, if they play at full the, strength. If they play in the playoffs, put right now. I got fifty on Tampa. If they meet in the playoffs, I got fifty on Tampa right now. Book it. If you can book it, but for me, for me, because they're so balanced, mm-hmm. their corners there aren't many. There aren't many cornerback tandems in the league that can handle two receivers. Okay, mm-hmm. Dallas has four. <laughs> Right. Really good receivers. Okay. Good, really good to great receivers. Okay. When they want to be. And Tampa Bay doesn't have the secondary big and or good enough to handle all four of them. Okay, so I'm I may I may poke holes in your argument right now. So you just said that what's Dallas's what's Dallas's weak point on defense? They're gambling corners. No. It's not. It's, it's, they don't get pressure. You got Micah playing defensive end. So this is what I say that they don't. They don't. That's another thing. T- they t- don't. Tampa Bay has a better defensive line. Their 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 linebackers outside of Parsons may be a wash because you forget they got Devin White. All right, they got Levante David. When Antoine Winfield is healthy and their secondary is healthy, I think Tampa Bay has a stronger defensive unit talent wise. All right, and you get Todd Bowles on the other side. But more importantly than that. You everything you just said about Dallas, you can say the same thing about Tampa Bay. You, you can. Tell, you you tell can. me a better three wide receiver set. You can. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, you, and Antonio Brown. Absolutely, you can. You absolutely and, and can. And Antonio Brown against Trayvon Diggs and Tom Brady. Now, that would be a good matchup. That would be, be such a good the matchup. Footwork, the footwork of Brown, Diggs is going to have to pick his spot. He won't have to pick a spot to take a I chance. Am, I understand. And they scuffled, and they scuffled, and they scuffled, yep. and they yep. scuffled. And it came down to one or two plays. And Brady had a problems. He had pro- like he had problems. Mm-hmm. He had problems delivering the ball because Dallas did get that pressure. Now, they are, you know, they don't have all their – both teams don't have their weapons that they need to on defense and offense – but at full strength, ah man, that's gonna be a problem. Now Arizona, on the other hand, 
you know, they said JJ, you don't hear nothing about nobody's JJ. No, but you don't need but, to. But the problem, the thing is, is that you're not hearing JJ, you're hearing Chandler Jones. Because yep. JJ's helping Chandler Jones. Yeah, and then you you look at that offense once again on Arizona. You got AJ Green. Yeah, he ain't what he was, but he can still bust it out and beat you on a go route every once in a while. Then you got DeAndre, and you got Krista Kirk coming into his own. You got Annie Isabella coming into his yep. own. Ronda yep. Moore coming into his yep. own. Running the ball with James Conner and Jace Evans. Yep. You got Kyler doing Kyler things, and yep. then on top of that, you go ahead and you add Zach Ertz to that. Oh. Yeah. That's it's dangerous. It's da- it's dangerous. It's dangerous for these teams like Green Bay and Green Bay ain't strong enough. They not. not they just not strong enough. I They're get not it. strong enough. I get it. You got your receiver back. You love it. I get you, but you just not you it's it's they're not strong enough. I get it. I get it. They're they're I get it, Rams. Now the Rams might be the only Rams, ones because Rams they got close. Aaron Donald. Yeah. Rams I mean, Aaron Donald sometimes will negate whole team defense. It's like, okay, well, my defense is better than yours. Well, we got Aaron Donald. Yeah, well, I understand. And, they, and, and Jalen Ramsey <laughs> can only be on one player. Yes, but Aaron Donald changes how you play offense all together. As all together. All together. And yes, they put the blueprint out. You know, they neutralized Aaron Donald in the Super Bowl. The New England Patriots did for that one game. But you really have to do that play after play after play after play. And it's not, it's hard to do that. It's hard to do that. That's why the game was what? 10-6, 10-7. Yep. You know, because you can't you you can't do that. You can't do that and score 30 points. And you, you just can't do it. And the Rams with Matt Stafford now delivering the ball, that makes the team even more dangerous. So forget San Francisco and Seattle. It's Arizona and the Rams to lose in the West. Of course, you got Green Bay in the North. You got Dallas in the East. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else after that. Now, if Tua goes to Washington, it may be a different story. It may yeah, be. Yeah. But we'll see. It, it may be a different story. But Tua has to Tua has to has to take what the defense gives him. And he doesn't do that often enough for me. He never did that in college either. And that was his that was his thing. He's always looking for the home run bomb. But you still have two studs at wide receiver and Washington that can get you the home run bomb whenever you feel like it. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, but I don't think Curtis Samuel has even played it down for them yet. It's okay. Because when he come, when he gets there, it's yeah. going to be a problem. When he that gets there, the, it's going to be a problem. The defense in Washington is not the same because it's not. It's what's not. the one thing about Ron Rivera defenses everywhere he's been that he's had to have linebackers, and he don't have it there. He don't. If he'd have drafted Zayvon Collins, Zayvon Collins would have made a much better fit than that kid they took the flyer on out of Kentucky. That's truth. That's truth. Maybe he didn't have to say. Hmm. Maybe well, he didn't have to say for that shooter. Other shooter drop on that story too. Obviously, Gruden he came out in, in that whole Washington investigation, but they still holding all the cards. They never found out. They never said anything about what they found out about Washington organization by itself. So, still waiting to hear what the other shoe is on that when it drops. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, so, you know, you you it, whenever y'all to wrap this up, whenever y'all want to, you know, invite a brother over, you can write, you can invite me over. I'll come to your show. 
We can talk Eagles. We can. We'll probably have some screaming matches because you got some diehard Eagles fans on there that don't. Sometimes they know what they're talking about. Sometimes they don't. I've watched the show. I've listened to the show, and sometimes they'll tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about, and that's fantastic. That's what makes it opinions. And yep. so I'll come on the show. You heard it from me first. You know, if if cats made two D radio, because I know we're gonna post it. You want to you want to you want to go ahead and, and 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 bring me on to 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 debate. We can do it. Um, but next week I'll probably be, you know, flying solo again. I'm getting used to the flying solo for a little bit. And, you know, you're going to hear more Pete on the radio, on the, on the podcast, on this pigskin pandemic. He'll come through, you know, whenever he's available and free. Cause he loves, you know, shooting it with me and, and Ben. And so for me, Ben, Pete, Matt, whoever else was ever on the show, I'm Kev signing off. I want to thank everyone for joining us on the Pigskin Pandemic Podcast. We are available now on Anchor, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you usually find your favorite podcasts. Please tell your friends, leave us any comments you have about the show, and a five-star rating would be great. You can also find us now on our Facebook page. I want to thank you all for listening, and remember, please wear a mask and stay safe out there.